Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. This morning when Mark and I were reading, we're reading uh, in Genesis chapter 37 in, in, in that neighborhood. But in Genesis 37, it's uh, in the middle of the story of Joseph, and it's specific to when he had the dreams. Yeah. Um, but you had a great comment on what's going on there in, in that tank. Well, first of all, you're so good natured because we read these stories out of the Bible and then years of sermons and, and uh, talks that I've done through the years start coming out. But in Genesis chapter 37, we have the story of Joseph's dreams. And this is something I've taught leaders uh, both in the corporate world and I've taught this certainly in the church world. But it's a great story about leadership. And there are a lot of, a lot of leadership lessons here. We won't go into this dysfunctional family. But it's very dysfunctional. That Joseph finds himself into. Uh, into. I mean, his dad was married to two women. Those two women gave birth to his sons. And he loved one wife, didn't love the other. And he favored the two younger sons, one of whom Joseph was. So it was just a very toxic situation. And what, what <laughs> I think really what exacerbated the situation is Joseph is one of the youngest of the sons, and yet his father puts him in charge of all of his older brothers. And apparently he, he is quick to share some bad news about the brothers. So, yeah. you know, I, I know when I, was, when I was growing up, I was the fourth, and I was known as the tattletale, but, you know, I, it doesn't say he's a tattletale, but it, he did give some bad reports. Well, he was, put in, he was put in yeah. charge of, yeah, of, of managing it's, the family business. Yeah. Yeah, well, with all that craziness, right in the middle of it, God gives Joseph a couple of dreams. And the dreams are very explicit in the sense that the dreams indicate that his brothers will someday bow down to him. And then later on, that his parents and his brothers would bow down to him. Well, Joseph tells his brothers about this, and that just infuriates them. And then he actually tells his dad, too, about the dreams, and his dad even gets upset with him. So what we were talking about this morning is just how great leaders have a different view of leadership than people who aren't leaders. Because I think if you look at Joseph throughout his life, anytime he's in leadership, he sees that leadership in terms of being responsible for everybody. He doesn't see it in terms of, I'm going to get to tell everybody what to do. Right. Uh, and I think that's why he told his brothers. He was telling them basically, hey, God's given me this dream and he's going to make me responsible. I'm going to take care I'm of you. I'm going to take care of yeah. you. You know, that's what he was trying to tell his dad. You know, I'm going to be the leader here in the family. That means I'm responsible to take care of everybody. Which is, that's how the, the story actually goes. That's exactly how it goes. But I think all great leaders understand that. They, they understand that they're not put in this role so that they can lord it over everybody. Mm -hmm. In effect, they, they become the servants of everybody that they lead. Yeah, they have the servitude thing reversed they don't understand it's, it's like parenting you know with children they're like they can't wait to grow up to be the parents so they can boss people around right and and being controlling what they don't realize is as a parent you you don't have control you don't get to do the things you would like to do because you're now responsible for other people that you have to take care of well as we said this morning we were talking about this jacob's 10 brothers have one definition of leadership joseph has a very definite different de uh, definition of leadership and for Joseph's brothers, you know, you look at them, you say, thank God they didn't get to the place of leadership because if mm -hmm. they had, they would have exercised mm -hmm. their definition, which was to lord it over everybody. Whereas, you know, Joseph, 
recognize that if he was in leadership, God put him there to take care of Well, people. And you can see what the brothers did as you watch the story unfold. When they got in a position where they did have the power, how they took advantage. They did. Yeah, they, they did take advantage. But and another thing about Joseph and, and his idea of leadership, because he leads everywhere he goes. He, mm -hmm. he, he gets sold as a slave, but he rises through the ranks so that he's basically running the estate, this very large estate. He sees himself in terms of taking care of everybody. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it had to be interesting for Joseph when he was telling his brothers what he thought would be good news to them. They took it as bad news mm -hmm. because they fully misunderstood leadership. And I, I think there are a lot of people like that today um, who have the idea that being a leader, being promoted, being a manager, being an owner means that you get to, to throw your weight around, make everybody do what you want them to do. All true leaders understand that's the last thing leadership is. I'm good leaders. Yeah. Um, I, I know I, I don't want to take a long time telling a story, but uh, I remember many, many, many years ago, we had a military couple come to New Spring, mm -hmm. named Ron and Linda Henderson. And we had met them in Fairfax, Virginia, right mm -hmm. there in the shadow of the Pentagon. And I remember the pastor introduced me to the Hendersons and said they were about to be posted to McConnell Air Force Base and Ron had just received his first star. He was now uh, a general. And he was here and he was at our church for a couple of years and we really enjoyed them. They were precious friends. But then they got sent back to the Pentagon again and Ron got his second star. And he was, uh, I remember the all the Air Force personnel up there used to tell me Ron was in charm school because they were trying to race him to the top, you know. But anyway, I was back speaking at that church. I think Dan Kubish was with me. I was doing a, a conference there. And Ron and Linda invited me to dinner. And so Ron was telling me what happened, how that he got a call from his commanding officer and was told that he only had six hours to prepare to go uh, to uh, that region and that he would be there for quite some time and he could only call Linda one time a week. And I sat there with my mouth open and I'm sure he read my mind because I'm thinking what you might be thinking. Why would you jerk a major general like that around? And he said, I have more control over my career when I was a second lieutenant than I do as a major general. He said, there are lots of second lieutenants. There aren't many major generals. And that's how it is with real leaders. Real leaders understand the responsibilities on her or on him are far greater the higher you rise through the ranks and the less personal freedom you have to throw your weight around. Mm -hmm. And of course, every every small business owner definitely knows that. Right. You're actually surrendering yourself to serve, not to have others serve you. And, and you know, the brothers, I'll make one more point. I know we need to wrap up and have prayer, but I think it's interesting when you get to the very end of the book, many, many, many years later, those brothers still think yeah. <laughs> that he's thinking that way. But you know what that reminds me of? You always tell me, people think you think like they think. Right. They and um, and Joseph doesn't even think that way. No. He wasn't thinking that way. And they tortured themselves. Right. Presuming. But you know what? What that tells me is if they had been in Joseph's place, That's this is right. what they would have done. So, um, you know, I think the lesson for us to learn there is is what true leadership is. And uh, honestly, if you're if you're a, a, a godly leader, whether you're leading a family or a small group or whatever, and, and your heart is pure and you're doing the right thing, I can I can almost promise you somewhere along the line you're going to be misunderstood like Joseph. Was People will resent you for trying to help them. That's right. And that's a, that's a sad thing. I mean, I I haven't had to deal with that in year in, for a long time, but it is true. Um, mm -hmm. There's just a, a very very big misunderstanding, disconnect, I think. Right. 
but leaders, real leaders understand they serve. They're there to serve. And, and the key for us to always remember if you're in a leadership position is you're really following the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the one you're reporting to. And the responsibility that you exercise comes ultimately That's from right. God. That's right. And, and, and the, the leadership there. Well, that's great. Yeah, and I hope that will inspire you, whatever your role is, whether you're a leader or you're being led, um, seeing God at work in that and to understand uh, the true motives and what they should be. So I hope that blesses you today. And if you're looking to read some wonderful scripture, I love Genesis 37 through 50. That's the story of Joseph. I've done, I think, at least two, probably three series on on Joseph. Mm And I never, I never get enough. It's just such a great story. He's, he's a wonderful story. He's also a type of Christ. He's a type of Christ. So um, it's a story you don't want to miss in the book of Genesis. So I hope you'll all grab your Bibles and read that whole story. Get the rest of the details around it and, and, and see what you're seeing in that passage, too, if you see what we're seeing about these brothers and how they behaved and how they were thinking. It's how they were thinking. Hmm. So on that note, Mark, as we... Uh, wrap up this morning would you lead us in a word of prayer father i'm overwhelmed by the awareness right now that every one of us is a leader every one of us is a leader every one of us is a follower and i pray oh god that you would make these truths clear in our hearts and minds help us to be good leaders help us to be good followers and most of all we want to follow jesus help us to model his example in our lives i do pray for that person today who might be dealing with toxic leadership perhaps someone has gained authority in their realm, who doesn't exercise authority like Joseph did. I pray for that person, Lord. That's very difficult. May you help them to remember that they're working for you. We love you. We ask for your grace and power. I pray for those who are dealing with physical illnesses, those who are dealing with emotional, uh, spiritual challenges right now. Meet them, Father, at their moment of greatest need. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful day, and we're going to look forward to seeing you here on Noah's Window again tomorrow. That's right. God bless. See you soon.